0: Hello guys. It is not just a rainbow podcast with Catherine. Today I am going to cover another question about LGBTQ plus community. Let's start. It's been a year since Roe v. Wade was overturned and it's been just as bad as reproductive rights activists anticipated. A bunch of conservative states have either totally banned or heavily restricted abortion. And it's no surprise that the same states are also trying to take away other rights that involve controlling your body. There is cause for optimism. People in the U.S. are passionate about bringing back or protecting those freedoms, possibly more so than before. J.J. Strait, who's the deputy director of the Liberty Division at the American Civil Liberties Union, states that it's been a hectic year. According to her, 20 states have implemented abortion bans or major regulations since the U.S. Supreme Court's Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization ruling on June 24, 2022. Even though she anticipated these steps as soon as the Dobbs ruling was made public a few weeks prior, she still adds that it's been an emotional roller coaster. The court in Dobbs confirmed a Mississippi law that prohibited almost all abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, and stated that the 1973 decision of Roe v. Wade, which gave women the right to get abortions across the country, no longer counts. This means that states are now free to pass whatever restrictions on abortions they want and right-wing legislators are super stoked about this. It's important to remember that abortion isn't just a concern for straight and cisgender people, LGBTQ people can get pregnant too, and sometimes they don't want to be or something goes wrong. In fact, lesbians and bisexual women have higher rates of abortion than heterosexual women. Having control over your body means having the right to get an abortion, use contraception, get help with reproduction, get gender-affirming health care, and have sex with the person of your choice. Unfortunately, these rights often affect people with less money and people of color the most, and people with conservative views are usually the ones trying to restrict them. Kathy Renna from the National LGBTQ Task Force says it's obvious that people against reproductive rights are also against LGBTQ rights. Justice Clarence Thomas, in agreement with the Dobbs ruling, suggested that the laws that gave people nationwide rights to contraception, same-sex relationships, and marriage equality should be reversed. Right now, no cases involving these rights have been filed with the court, but since conservative justices make up a 6-3 majority, it's possible. Justice Alito, who wrote the Dobbs opinion, stated that it only applied to abortion, but he's previously expressed that the marriage equality ruling should be reversed. Congress and President Joe Biden have done their part to protect marriage equality by passing the Respect for Marriage Act, which makes sure there are legal protections in place at the federal level. Unfortunately, similar legislation to protect abortion rights hasn't been successful. Meanwhile, we're seeing a huge push to limit LGBTQ rights, especially when it comes to transgender youth, in state legislatures. According to the Human Rights Campaign, over 500 anti-LGBTQ bills have been proposed in 2021, and more than 75 of those have been passed and signed into law. In 20 states, they've put a stop to gender confirmation treatments for young people. A lot of those states are the same ones that have prohibited abortion or put tight rules on it, like Texas, Oklahoma, Idaho, North and South Dakota, Nebraska, Mississippi, Missouri, Alabama, Tennessee, and more. The far right are using the same kinds of cruel tactics they used for abortion on trans health care, making it so that trans kids have to leave their states just to get medical treatment. We should remember June 24 as a reminder that we can't take our rights for granted, we have to keep fighting for them. Activists have pointed out that right-wing politicians are gradually diminishing trans healthcare access in the same way that they did to abortion before Dobbs. With abortion, they used things like parental consent laws, unnecessary regulations for clinics, and constant harassment of providers until there were barely any left in some states. Now, with gender affirming care they're banning it for young people and those who are covered by Medicaid. It's very likely they'll try and ban it for all trans people. Living in a blue state doesn't necessarily mean protection from restrictions on abortion or gender affirming care. Recently, a conservative federal judge ruled that the FDA should take away its approval for the abortion drug Mifepristone, even though it's been approved for over 20 years and is considered safe. If his ruling stands, it won't be available in the U.S. anymore. What's more, Republicans in Congress want to make it illegal or severely limit both abortion and gender affirming care across the country. Although it was a scary time, there's been some good news since Roe was overturned. People who never expected abortion to be taken away are now more politically aware. In Kansas, people voted to keep the right to abortion in the state's constitution, and other states like Kentucky, Michigan, Vermont, and California did the same. Basically, people are rejecting any attempts to limit abortion since the Dobbs decision. Trans youth and their families are advocating for gender-affirming care and winning legal battles to make it happen. Some states are even making themselves welcoming places for those looking for this kind of care. People are beginning to realize that rights to contraception, assisted reproduction, and other matters of bodily autonomy are in jeopardy, so they're getting involved in politics to protect them. Advocates for reproductive rights have been putting in a ton of effort for a year and beyond to make sure that people can still get the abortion care they need, Kelly Robinson, the president of the HRC, Human Rights Campaign, mentioned in a statement to mark the anniversary. The task force has been talking about the link between reproductive rights and LGBTQ plus rights for a while, according to Rena, and that idea is becoming more common. Last year before the midterm election, they put out a video series called Ban the Reproductive Binary, with people of different sexual orientations and genders talking about why cis men should be concerned with reproductive freedom. Both the task force's executive director, Kiara Johnson, and Robinson from the HRC have been involved in the reproductive rights movement, Renna points out. In addition, many Pride events have seen more people showing up this year, which is probably due to the increase in intersectional activism, she suggests. LGBTQ Americans seem to be recognizing that now's the time to battle for total control over our bodies and reproductive rights, no exceptions. It's time to finish. Please, share not just a rainbow with your friends and ask them to subscribe for new episodes. All listeners are important to me, and I appreciate your interest and time. The next episode will cover a very hot topic, I swear. Good luck guys, and take care. Bye-bye.